Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast by searching Tip of the Iceberg. Drew O'Connor is the subject of today's Iceberg to Go. He entered this season simply looking for one thing, cement himself as an NHL regular. The Dartmouth product had seen an increased role and an increase in games played over his first three years with the organization, culminating in a season last year where, while yes, he did split time between southwestern Pennsylvania and northeastern Pennsylvania with the American Hockey League's Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins, he played over half of the regular season in Pittsburgh. 46 games played for Drew O'Connor in 2022-23. He was looking to make that an 82-game full regular season coming into this year. He was given that opportunity early in camp, given the opportunity to make the team out of training camp in a fairly prominent role because the way he's been playing leading up to this point of his career was a lot of fourth-line minutes, was... Maybe a little bit on the third line, but very little time above that fourth line responsibility. This year, he was given an opportunity to earn kind of a a swing position role for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A third liner that will be high on the list of players to go into the top six if something were to happen to one of the wingers in that group. And that's exactly how it's played out. When you look back at the preseason, he made an immediate impression for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He had... Two two goal performances in the exhibition season, including a multi-goal performance against the Buffalo Sabres while playing alongside Sidney Crosby in the preseason finale. So he made a phenomenal first impression on the 2023-24 season. It set himself up to be in a good spot in the organization's eyes as the year began. And they put him right on the third line with Lars Eller. And to begin the season, it was with Jansen Harkins, who also... Need I remind some people, did have a pretty impressive two games since being uh, acquired, picked up on waiver claims by the Pittsburgh Penguins from, I believe he came from the Winnipeg Jets. It it was the Winnipeg Jets. He looked good coming into the season, but that third line didn't mesh. It didn't mesh, and after four games, they went to redeem Zahorna instead. And, And Zahorna brought some life to that unit. He brought some... NHL experience. I mean, Harkins has NHL experience, but Zahorna was a little bit more established, more polished when he came in in the fourth game of the season. But when you look to the left side of that line, Drew O'Connor was playing well, but the scoring that you saw in the preseason dried up a little bit from him and dried up for the line around him as well. Lars Eller was still getting used to his role. Redeem Zahorna was playing well, but again, at the highest level, Redeem Zahorna is still a bottom six player, so he was playing at that level. Injuries afforded him an opportunity. And Drew Connor took that opportunity, and again, played well when he got bumped into the top six. He had the injuries to Brian Russ, the injury to Ricard Raquel, so Drew O'Connor was tabbed to play a very pivotal role on this Pittsburgh Penguins team with those two players out for the better part of the month of late November into December. Again, he played well, but he couldn't find that scoring touch. He couldn't quite put it all together. And there were times when you looked at it, and it seemed as if, while he's playing well, is it ever going to click for him to be able to produce enough to be a top six winger in the National Hockey League? Those questions started to creep in. 
until last week, or not last week, I should say, until a couple of weeks ago. Festivus, December 23rd, Pittsburgh Penguins take on the Ottawa Senators, and while the beginning of that game was absolutely horrendous, one player that shined that night, a game in which the Penguins came back, forced overtime, and eventually lost, but a player that shined that night was Drew O'Connor. He had kind of a complete game. Scored a goal, he looked confident, he was buzzing around the ice, and that's when you know if Drew O'Connor is on his game, is when he looks like the fastest player on the ice, because a lot of the times, he simply is. He started to put it all together, and from then on, he's played with much more confidence. He was asked about that yesterday, following practice. I believe it was at UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex, but he was asked yesterday, following practice, why Mike Sullivan is tabbing him with the responsibility in the top six and what that means to him and what he feels in response to that. He said, quote, I know the way they want me to play. If I play that same way, hopefully things can keep clicking here. But it's definitely a confidence boost. That confidence has been evident over the past two, two and a half weeks for Drew O'Connor's game. It's translating to more speed on the ice. And like I said, he was already one of the fastest players on the Pittsburgh Penguins and usually one of the fastest players on the ice for either team. But you're seeing with that confidence comes the ability to play the game more smooth. And that smoothness and that ability to be confident in your game, know where you're going with the puck when you get it, know where you're going when you don't have the puck, is picking up the pace of his game. So with the foot speed comes the pace of the game, comes the confidence, and also has translated into more scoring chances for number 10. He has five points now in the last seven games for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And of those five points, three of them are goals. That's helped him to set a new career high in points. He currently has 13 on the season. His previous career high was only 11 points. And I understand 13 points should not be the end-all be-all for somebody that we're talking about in a middle six role, but it's nice that he's doing things that he hasn't done before. He's certainly stepping up to the plate more so than he has throughout his entire career. And that was all pushed over the top with a performance last Thursday night in Boston that should stand as right now as his best performance in the National Hockey League. That first period was, yes, a lot of Sidney Crosby, but outside of Sidney Crosby, that first period was the period of Drew O'Connor. Gets a goal, gets an assist, had multiple shorthanded breakaways causing havoc on the penalty kill against one of the top power play teams in the National Hockey League. It was a tremendous performance from Drew O'Connor through and through, and most of his performances since that Christmas Eve Eve game have been along the same lines. He hasn't had, you know, five goals, five points in seven games is good. So the production's been there. He hasn't been the best player on the ice in every game because Sidney Crosby's been tremendous. They've gotten good performances out of Chris Letang. They've gotten good performances out of Eric Carlson over the last couple of weeks. But he is always evident and he has made an impact for the Pittsburgh Penguins in a lot of these games. And because of that, he's finding a lot more opportunities. You know, there's a large contingency of this fan base that believes Mike Sullivan is vehemently against giving young players opportunity. Drew O'Connor is the example of how, if you play the way that the coaching staff asks you to play, if you bring that 
holistic 200-foot game, the way that Mike Sullivan and the organization need you to play, especially from a Drew O'Connor who's in that swing role from third line to top six if need be. If you do that, your opportunities grow and grow and grow. And I know a lot of people are impatient because they've seen in the past young players that come up and give the team an energy boost sometimes get sat down a little bit. We're seeing it right now with Valtteri Pustinen. There's more to that story that is to come, but Valtteri Pustinen has not reached 10 minutes of ice time in the last three games at least. Last game he had five, but it seemed like he was injured at one point, so I digress on the point of Valtteri Pustinen. But when you look at Drew O'Connor, bouncing between the top three lines, that's huge for a guy that came into this season as probably the ceiling being, yeah, if we need him, to fill in when there's an injury, we can put him in. But right now, the Penguins' top six is healthy. And it seems like he's going to get an opportunity. We'll talk about why in, in a couple seconds. But not only that, you look at the amount of time that he's being afforded on the ice. First 19 games this season, he averaged around 13 minutes and 17 seconds of ice time per game. In the previous nine games, the, the last nine games since, or 19 games since, excuse me, 15 minutes and 47 seconds of average time on ice. So he's getting two and a half more minutes of ice time per game in the second half of this season to this point through 38 games. That is an increase of role. That is an increase of responsibility. And that is just fully due to a guy in Drew O'Connor who has stepped up to the plate for the Pittsburgh Penguins in a major way this season. He's not going to get an unsung hero award. He's not going to get all the headlines every single game, every single night. But the way that he's been able to perform has certainly been a massive help for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and it's gone a long way in starting to build the pieces of a good bottom six. I wouldn't say they're 100% there yet. I do think they're still missing a couple pieces. They need a couple players to start stepping up a little bit more, but the building blocks are there for the Pittsburgh Penguins to have a good bottom six, and Drew O'Connor is a major, major piece of that. Unfortunately, he might not be in the bottom six. Maybe as early as this evening against the Philadelphia Flyers, simply because Riley Smith might be looking at a demotion in lines, at least for the next couple of games. Riley Smith is struggling heavily for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Only nine points in his last 28 games, despite being staple-gunned to Evgeny Malkin on the second line. Two goals in that time. We thought when Riley Smith came in this season, it'd be a more consistent version of Jason Zucker. It turns out it's identical to Jason Zucker. Maybe their games are a little bit different. Maybe Riley Smith has a little bit better impact on the defensive zone. Maybe he doesn't play as physically or as fast as Jason Zucker did. But we thought, in general, those two players, fairly similar. Riley Smith gets similar numbers, but on a more consistent basis. Turned out to be uh, the opposite of the case. Two goals in the last 28 is not good. So Drew O'Connor, once again, in position to potentially find himself with more opportunity next to Evgeny Malkin. He's had a great season, and he's certainly earned the right to say he's an everyday NHLer at this point. So that goal that started 38 games ago has been accomplished. The next step is how high can you go from here? Can you become an everyday top six winger? I wouldn't rule it out at this point. He's only 25 years old. He might be able to, he's never going to be a top winger, meaning the best winger on a team, 
but maybe he's a guy that finds himself in the top six more often than not. Who knows what the sky, the limit is for this guy, but he certainly, certainly achieved the goals that he set out this season as far as becoming an everyday NHLer, and he's certainly on a hot streak right now, and it's huge for the Pittsburgh Penguins that he continues to take these opportunities and turn them into success stories because the Penguins need more guys like that. Now, Terry Pustinen did it for a short time. Redeem Zahorna did it for a short time, and now you see where Redeem Zahorna's at. It's that consistency that needs to be bred throughout the bottom six and throughout the organization to get these younger players more playing time at the NHL level. Drew O'Connor is basically the picture of what they want their prospects to do. And he's been able to do it this season. So come, shout out to, to Drew O'Connor. It's been a good season so far, a career high season so far, and we're just getting to the halfway point. So we'll be interesting to see what he's able to do as his role continues to grow within the organization. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.